GoPaint.com is going all in this season with an all-star lineup. It's Coach Leon Rice and Andy Rowe. Oh, no. Want to just paint my house? When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. Right now, Lithia Ford of Boise is buying used vehicles. How much you want for the SUV? Uh, I don't know. Well, Lithia Ford will give you more than that. How much more? More than you think. I'm not thinking anything. I'm thinking you might get even more than that. See how much more you can get at Lithia Ford of Boise. Hey, Forrest here. Nothing like getting paid. And with ICCU's mobile app, I can deposit checks or accept Zelle payments so the money hits my account fast. I just wish there was an app for mowing the rest of these lawns. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Happy Monday to you. A new week, Wyoming week, kicks off here at BroncoNationNews.com. Bronco Nation News, our social media channels, our partnership with KTIK 95.3, the ticket also broadcasting on the KTIK social media channels as well. It's Monday, and that means we've got uh, Mike Prater with us. He's uh, feeling good, got the big Utah victory. He's kind of got a little extra bounce in his step today, and uh, happy to uh, talk uh all kinds of things with you for the next half an hour or so. How are we doing, Mike? I'm doing well for a Monday morning. Yeah, I do got a little extra step in my uh, in my step or a little pep in my step, I guess they say. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk some college football. It's game week. We finally got a game week we can talk about. Yeah, we do. We'll have the uh, press conferences here coming up at noon with Andy Avalos, Bush Hamden, Spencer Danielson. A lot of questions there. Uh, I want to uh, react a little bit to the Brian Harson interview that we did last Friday, the Jeremiah Dickey interview that we did as well on uh, KTIK 95.3, the ticket on Friday afternoon as part of the Bronco Nation News Report. And... Um, a lot to get to. We, we kind of last week kind of looked back a lot, Mike. I think this week we're going to kind of look forward to, to Wyoming and the final five games here in this stretch for the Boise State football team. Um, ironically, I don't know if it's ironic, right? Where, but I was checking some bull projections just kind of now, you know, we used to kind of see, oh, where are they going? Now it's kind of like, well, do these are they even projected to get to a bull at this point? And most of the uh, most of the prominent, I would say, bull projectors still have them finding a way to get to six wins and getting to a bull. And uh, Jerry Palm, I forget the bull, Mike Prater, but his latest projections, Boise State, BYU, getting it on again in a bowl game. 
I can't imagine where that matchup would be. I'm not sure where uh, where they could slide Boise State into that. It's one of the Texas, one of the ESPN Texas Bowls. I think the Armed Forces Bowl or something down there in Texas. Yeah, and I know they have that you know half a spot available with the Big Twelve, whatever. At this point, no no offense to start off on a Monday morning with a little shot, but I'm not sure Boise State would deserve to play BYU in a bowl game this year based on what they've done so far. That'd be a really sexy matchup. That'd be a lot of fun down there. But uh, if they can pull that off, I think Boise State will go bowling. I think Boise State and this matchup with Wyoming this week is, is comes at a perfect time. I'm getting sucked into the good feeling again that Boise State's going to be all right, that they're going to right this ship at least this Saturday. I think the X's and O's matchup with Wyoming is really good for Boise State. I know we'll spend the entire week diving into that, but uh, I think this is a, a set up to be a, a good Boise State get back on track week, although I've felt that before and didn't happen. You feel like you're in a good mood, Mike. I think you may have already had your Bronco Brew coffee this morning. Uh, you are fired up, ready to go. Quick shout out, Bronco Brew Coffee. Reminder to folks, check them out. Broncobrew.coffee is the website. Uh, freshly roasted to order coffee. You heard us talking about it last week. New sponsor here at uh, BNN, and they're an official partner of Boise State Athletics. Every bag of coffee that you buy puts money literally in the pocket of a student athlete with an NIL deal, and you can choose the student athlete at broncobrew.coffee. So drink some good coffee and help out Boise State's NIL opportunities at the same time. It's a pretty cool, innovative thing that they have just started, and uh, jump on board. Supporting Boise State University Athletics with every sip, it's Bronco Brew Coffee. All right, Mike, uh, in uh, you know last week's press conference, um, we, it was a Wednesday, and it was kind of a lot of questions. I thought Andy Avalos actually handled it pretty well. Didn't snipe in any of the questions. Took some tougher questions, um, you know. And I thought he handled it pretty well. And I'm sure he knew it was coming, and knew it wasn't going to be a lot of positive questions after the way things went. Um, he talked a lot about that they have two good quarterbacks. He also talked a lot about Maddox Madsen doing a lot of things well and in, in doing some things better than Talon Green. He was quick to kind of say, but Talon does some good things too. Um, the last two games, Maddox Madsen has played more uh, than Talon Green. Um, I guess I'll bluntly say this. Uh, who starts at quarterback on Saturday? Oh, this conspiracy theories right off the bat on a Monday morning. You know what? We, we were talking off the air before we went on this, and, and you had kind of mentioned that. Uh, that stuff doesn't usually slip by me, and, and I guess I didn't sense that subliminal message coming out of Coach Avalos as a possibility on Wednesday, but I, I think you're 100% right in, in terms of something we have to go back and look at. I, I would still think that Taylor Green is going to start just because that's been status quo, and, and Andy seems like he's been with the status quo, but uh, maybe it is time. I mean, the telling of the tale is the numbers. Maddox Madsen, especially in the second half of these games that are still very much in doubt, is definitely getting almost 80% of the snaps, maybe even 90% in that last game. We will grill Coach Avalos and Coach Hamden today and figure that out. Let's get to the bottom of that because that's a good talking point going into the week, BJ. Yeah, I think not only who starts, but the the more subliminal message thing that I never heard, and I listened to the press conference three times, was he never specifically said that uh, you know moving forward they are going to play two quarterbacks. He, he said both guys do things well. He said both guys uh, at different times you know, bring different things to the table. And then he started to say, we're going to play – well, we've got two good quarterbacks. He literally stopped mid-sentence when he was starting to address it and never addressed it again and, and never confirmed we are going to play two quarterbacks. So I think that question needs to be asked today. Um, however it's phrased, do, you know, do you need to pick the one guy? He mentioned we're going to take this bye week and reevaluate and do what's best for us moving forward. Uh, I, I kind of re- Maybe I'm reading way too much into the weeds on some of this, but I got the sense that he was not 
at least as of last week, ready to commit to both quarterbacks playing. And then he wasn't ready to commit to Taylor Green starting when Jay Tust asked him at the end of the press conference, who's your starter? And I was I was going to ask it a little more bluntly than Jay, but I mean, that was exactly the question that I was ready to ask. Like, is Taylor Green still your starter? And he he said, I, we can't give you the competitive advantage answer on that, which that may have been all it was. You just didn't want to say that, but it's obvious it's still Taylor Green. But uh, I do think yep. there's some intrigue, the more continued, yet again, intrigue at the quarterback position moving into this game on Saturday. And I think that's one of the main topics today, uh, what Andy Avalos is going to say about it. The offense is, for the most part, fine. Does that mean that they can't squeeze more points out of this offense with better decision-making and better execution? A absolutely. And with this defense, they're going to need every single point that they can get. So so maybe that is. I, you know, I'll go back to what I said what, three weeks ago when this whole nonsense started. Why doesn't Maddox Madsen get one shot just to see what he can do to run an entire game? And maybe this is the time to do it. I don't like this rhythm and flow thing. I don't like this back and forth. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. If they're scoring 30 points a game by playing this silly cat and mouse game, I can maybe they can get 36, 37, 38, tack on another touchdown. That might be a difference in a football game. Can you imagine in, in, in some of these losses if Boise State would have had one more touchdown out of their offense? We'd have a completely different narrative to this season. So maybe he found something there. I would like to see Maddox Madsen start. I know that's kind of extreme. I'm not really sitting here advocating benching Taylor Green, but uh, this this back and forth game with the quarterback, it just can't continue. I don't think it's sustainable for the whole season. I don't either. I, I I still have yet to see what they're doing in terms of the rhythm when they're bringing guys in. Uh, we saw in the Colorado State game, both guys came in through picks on their first play. So there was a lot of, uh, um, you know, and maybe they during the bye week were able to do that and figure it out. Maybe there's going to be a different plan uh, moving forward. Um, and, you know, uh, let's see here. Another thing that we'll maybe get some information about, but uh, are Helani and Shram going to play? Dune asks, uh, I would I would guess yes on Shram. I think Helani's very close as well. So uh, we'll be out there practice tomorrow and, and try to see for ourselves uh, who's out there practicing. But uh, I think they are going to get healthier, uh, which does, you know, um, I, I think hold some value. I mean, nothing against Mo Marco Notriani and Andrew Simpson and some of these guys, but uh, DJ Shram is clearly your, 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 you know, rock there in the middle of the defense, and he's missed a couple of these games. Would they have beaten Memphis with DJ Shram? I'm not going to say he's the sole reason they lost the game, but, um, you know, Colorado State, if you had DJ Shram, I mean, but he's certainly one of your better players, and, you know, they've they've been without some some key players. And, I mean, let's let's think about that, what they're trying to do on, on offense in the backfield. If you had George Helani, I mean, they – they, you know, I don't know how much they'll admit it, but I mean, they had a, I think they kind of did Bush Hamden did. I mean, they had a lot of stuff Mike designed this season for two running back sets with Helani and, and Genty. And we haven't really got to see much of that with Helani being hurt. So you wonder if they get Helani back and they've got Helani, Genty and green. And if they try to go to more of what worked last year, uh, later in the season where you're just running the ball 80% of the time. Um, I, I wonder if that's something they get back to, um, and, and just kind of have that three-headed monster with Green and Helani and Genty moving forward. But uh, don't know for sure on Helani, but I know he is getting close. I would expect Shram uh, to, to play tomorrow, and I think injuries you know, are part of it. But, Mike, you know, we heard a lot from Andy Avalos last week about the six points, six points from being six and one. And a lot of fans took that as a lot of excuses. He had a lot of younger players. He was, you know, he talked about their, their number four, number 11 in the country in terms of playing true freshmen in every game this season. They're one of the young – played a lot of younger players. Um They've been close. They're, they've had some injuries, and um, some fans bought it. Some fans said, uh, "Hey, it's it's a lot of excuse making. You're also 11 points from being one and six, or whatever it is." Um, well, where are you at in terms of Andy Avalos and the the reasons for the struggles, and how that's going to factor into him, uh, you know, coming back or not next season? 
I think it's all about the defense. I, I really do think it's about the defense, which is just giving up way, way too much. Yeah, Boise State. I mean, I when he said that about the the, the whole six and one thing, I mean, yeah, it's true. And I would have phrased it differently. They're three plays away from being six and one. The two field goals and a hail mary. And if those two plays go differently, yeah, if I'm a coach and I'm sitting up there trying to defend my program, I'm probably throwing those stats out. If I'm a hardcore fan who's disgusted with the way this season's going, I'm going to roll my eyes as well. So I, I certainly get both sides there, and they make a lot of sense. And, yeah, they're, they're three plays away from being – or, you know, from, from, from having only one win. So I totally get both sides here. This defense needs to be fixed. And if Schramm's coming back, that's okay. I, I almost – it's I know this is weird to say, but I, I think Boise State could benefit from George Helani in the second half of the season more so than D.J. Schramm. If D.J. Schramm can stay healthy and that shoulder – can be really, really pesky. I've been dealing with a bad shoulder for two years, three years, and it just doesn't go away. I don't play football at the level that DJ Schramm does. I don't play football at all, but I know shoulders are pesky. He tried, he got hurt. He tried to come back. He got hurt again. Now he's had some time off. I think Notriani and Simpson can take care of business back there. Can Simpson or can Schramm add depth? Yes. But I think George Helani taking over for Tyler Crow as the backup running back is going to be important for, for Ashton Genty in the second half of the season. He's going to be a target, a big target, especially against a physical Wyoming team like this weekend. It's the back half of the season. He's tired. George Alani needs five to ten carries a game, and I would trust George Alani way more than I would trust Tyler Crow to make this offense better. Again, Andy Avalos, Bush Hamden, Spencer Danielson will meet with the media starting at noon today. We will stream that uh, press conference live on Bronco Nation News. And then from 3 to 6 today on Idaho Sports Talk, Johnny Prater, Bob, JP, the whole gang will break it down for three hours, 3 to 6, as they get you started with uh, Wyoming Week as well on uh, KTIK 95.3, the ticket. Uh, Mike, I want to go around the Mountain West, some interesting scores over the weekend. Uh, and then I also want to look back at the uh, Jeremiah Dickey, Brian Harson interviews as well. We'll do that in 90 seconds. Don't go any Anywhere. This is Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation News broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bowsher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BowsherRealEstate.com. Mike, I'm wearing the uh, Circa Sports hat today. Uh, the uh, Bronco Nation, have been talking about it a little bit, but Bronco Nation News is part of our sponsorship with Circa. Entered both the Survivor Contest and the Circa Millions 
contest and uh we are still alive in the survivor contest they are down to uh about 1200 people they started with 9200 so about 80 82 percent or something of the pool has been knocked out the uh happy to report that johnny's seattle seahawks helped uh bronco nation news survive in the pool and i did promise all of our uh, 775 paid subscribers a uh, one-year refund on their subscription if we win the uh, 9.2 million on the uh, survivor contest so i know everyone is rooting for that to get their 70 bucks back if we can win the uh the 9 million i've i've been uh, doing my research this morning got my uh just remember this we what we talked about this last time this would be more important to johnny than some you know adult entertainment books or something but uh, this is a very nice uh 2023 schedule i was trying to look ahead it's going to start to get a little tougher here for the uh, circus survivor as we run out of uh, good teams to pick uh, but we are still alive and uh, also in the uh, circa millions where you have to pick five games against the spread every week uh, the bronco nation news team went three and two last week and out of 6500 or so entries we're in 136th place uh, and so you got to get in the top 100 to get some money there so we are alive and well in both contests Thanks to Circa Resort and Casino. And I say this because I have received a uh, link for a special promo code for 15% off for the Mountain West Basketball Tournament, Mike. So anyone that is wanting to go to the Mountain West Basketball Tournament in March and wants to stay at either Circa, the D, or Golden Gate, one of their three properties, send me an email, reigns at bronconationnews.com, reigns at bronconationnews.com, and I will send you a link for 15% off uh, for the Mountain West Tournament at Circa. And uh, we're looking forward to hopefully locking up some details here and involving KTIK in this and getting some big party and things moving forward. So we'll announce some details. But the Friday of uh, the conference semifinal Friday there down in Vegas, we're hoping to have a huge outdoor party at Stadium Swim, watching conference tournament games all day. And hopefully you guys are going to make plans to join us for that. And if you want to stay at Circa, we'll have 15% off on the link if you send me an email. Okay, Mike. Uh, Jeremiah Dickey, let's just start one quick thought there. He came on Idaho Sports Talk on Friday. Nice job getting Jeremiah Dickey in studio on Friday. Um, you know, what was just your major takeaways from what Jeremiah Dickey said? And I, you know, I thought he was very uh I, I thought he stood behind Andy. I I finished that interview thinking, yeah, Andy's probably back next year. And yet I talked to a couple of people that that listened to the interview and they said, Oh, I think he did nothing except finish, you know, basically say he'll finish out the year. Uh, they were less, you know, for the future than I was in terms of what I thought Jeremiah Dickey said, but I thought he was very supportive of Andy Avalos uh, still uh, to this point. Um, I asked the question about the hiring process because I don't think a lot of people realize that he was kind of, you know, basically told you have to hire one of these two or three guys. And so I, I still do wonder, like, yes, he's his guy, but is he really his guy? Um, and I wonder how that factors into it. Um, but just overall, what was your takeaways from what uh, Jeremiah said on your show on Friday? I think he said exactly what he, what I thought he was going to say. He was going to address the questions, take all the hard questions, and then kind of give it the uh, the corporate spin. And I'm not saying that he's sitting here saying nothing, but uh, what are you expecting to say? I, I, I didn't get anything out of that interview that makes me think that Andy Avalos is safe beyond this season, not based okay. on what Jeremiah said or didn't say. But uh, uh, And I'm not going to sit here and say that Jeremiah Dickey's going to get fired with a loss of Wyoming. I'm, a, I'm with you 100%. Jerem, I mean, Andy Avalos is going to finish this football season. There's no doubt about it. He's going to – I mean, I guess if if you lose the next three games 100 to nothing and things just get gross and Ashton Genty quits and Taylor Green goes home, maybe – but I don't see it getting that bad. I think Boise State is going to win a couple of games, probably lose a couple of games. This season's really defined itself for me, and that's not going to be a great football season, but it's going to be okay. They're going to limp themselves into a bowl and see what they can possibly do. Andy Avalos is going nowhere until December. Then we'll sit down and figure it out. I think it'd have to go really, really south 
for Jeremiah Dickey to fire him after uh, after this season, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, one game at a time. I guess I've adopted the, the the Boise State mantra: one game at a time. Because I can't wait to see what they do against Wyoming. But uh, Jeremiah Dickey's not in the mode to do anything. He doesn't have a list. He's not making phone calls. He's watching this football team and wondering if it can just get better. I don't think I have a great signal right now, so I apologize if we're having any issues on the uh, signal end here. For some reason, I'm plugged into Ethernet, and I'm seeing I got one bar. So uh, if something happens and you can't hear me or it's skipping, I apologize for that. Uh, what do you make of what we saw in the Mountain West over the weekend? I want to finish up with Brian Harson interview, but the Mountain West over the weekend, Mike Prater, uh, obviously you had the barn burner Nevada winning 6-0 to zero over San Diego State. Uh, San Jose State gets a nice win over Utah State. Uh, New Mexico with a rare Mountain West win beating Hawaii. Uh, Air Force, a nice win over Navy to stand defeated. They're top 20 in the country now and uh, going to be a very interesting story moving forward in terms of the college football playoff or at least the, the group of five spot. But uh, UNLV coming back, crazy game there. I watched it on the Mountain West Network. Crazy comeback. UNLV uh, after Colorado State did, looked like they were going to do it again with a crazy last-second play. UNLV comes down, gets a field goal at the end of the game. And UNLV and Barry Odom improved a six and one, and they are undefeated in the Mountain West Conference. We talk about uh, Boise State controlling its own destiny. Uh, so does UNLV. And who would have thought? Uh, I, I said it in jest, like as a joke, because I mean the chances are probably two percent. But I put on Twitter, you know, Boise State at UNLV at Allegiant Stadium for the Mountain West title on December second? Question mark. I mean, and some fans I think took it a little more seriously than I intended to. Uh, but hey, UNLV man, they're off to a heck of a start now. Three and zero in Mountain West play, unbelievable. I'm not sure what's a better story right now. UNLV doing what it's doing, and they're bowl eligible, by the way. So yeah, they they can go somewhere and take care of some business. And that's a program for 30, 40 years has just been historically bad. Barry Odom doing a fantastic job. We had Barry Odom on uh, Idaho Sports Talk from from Mountain West Media Days in Vegas, and he was one of our favorites. Paul Game and I are going to try to get Barry Odom on the show again this week just to catch up with him. I know he's not playing Boise State, but uh, I love that story. And, and anytime Vegas can be a little bit more relevant, that's great. Now, I'm not sure what's the bigger, better, badder story that coming out of the Mountain West, though. UNLV getting bowl eligible, nice big win, or San Diego State hitting rock bottom. If you think it's bad here in Boise, it's bad. It's worse in San Diego to the point where apathy is setting in now. Apathy is worse than bitching and whining and moaning and Apathy is set into San Diego State. They were, what, six months away from going to the Pac-12, and that scene on Saturday night was absolutely embarrassing. I worry about the future of San Diego State football. Hey, and as we kind of transition to our final topic here, the Brian Harson interview for the from the other from that we did on Friday, a lot of people throwing his name around with San Diego State potentially. That could be an interesting spot if Brian Harson wanted to coach again. San Diego State, new stadium, recruiting. I think I think Brian Harson, if he wanted to, could have some success at San Diego State. I think anybody, a lot of people could have some success at San Diego State. Bring in a nice off. I just don't understand Brady Hoke and so much skill players, so much talent, so much chance to, to go off and get kids and bring them in and, and have a nice explosive offense. He's disrespectful to offense with that program, disrespectful to quarterbacks, disrespectful to skill position, disrespectful to the local community there in terms of recruiting players that are right there in your backyard. I don't understand what's going on with San Diego State. It's bad. Brian Harson down there, holy cow, I'd love to see that. That's great storylines. And uh, let's try to make that happen, BJ. That'd be fantastic. 
By the way, Air Force 4-0 in Mountain West play, UNLV 3-0, and then you've got Fresno State, Wyoming, Boise State at 2-1 in Mountain West play. So uh, Boise State in the next uh, two weeks plays the two teams they are currently tied with, Wyoming and Fresno State, going to try to get some separation or figure some things out there, and then obviously still have the game against Air Force to go. So three of the five remaining games are uh, three of the five teams that are, uh, you know, three of the four teams that, you know, other than themselves, they're at the top of the Mountain West standings. Boise State does not play UNLV, obviously, uh, this regular season. Uh, Mike, what did you make of the Brian Harson interview? Thanks again to Brian Harson. If you missed the interview, you can check it out on uh, the Bronco Nation News YouTube channel. About 45 minutes with uh, Coach Harson. Congrats to his son and Eagle High. They did win the conference championship. We talked about that some on the show the other day. And uh, I know you guys played some clips on the show as well, and so the, the interview's been out there a little bit, but uh, 45 minutes, and I've been trying to get Coach Arson for like six months, so super appreciative that we were finally able to find a time and make it work, and uh, I, I said if they win a state championship, he's got to come on again, and he said he, he said deal, so now I'm rooting for Eagle High to, to win the state championship here, um, but uh, I have two clips. We'll see how much time we have to play them. What were your uh, general takeaways from uh, Brian Arson coming on Bronco Nation News? Yeah, first of all, kudos and congrats to you, even though we were, we're, we're teammates, uh, we're also competitors at times. And I, I've been chasing him for six months as well, and and you got him, and I didn't. I take that seriously, BJ. No, just kudos to getting him. That was really cool. And you you and Jay conducted the exact interview that I wanted to hear. Catching up on life. You know, we're not going to reinvent the negative here. We're going to catch up on life and catch up and see what's going on, look at the future, and talk a little Boise State ball. I love the we, we, we conversation. That was really fun. I thought Brian Harson was great. He looked good. He sounded great. He sounded happy. Uh, we all know that he can be kind of a curmudgeon with baggy old eyes and and spending a lot of time being a football coach in dark circles and doing that kind of stuff. But uh, he looks great, and uh, and I thought the interview was good. He's very much in tune with what he's doing, the perspective uh, with his son. I, I thought it was a really cool interview. Nicely done, BJ. What did you make? Of, I don't want to play the whole four-minute bite, but what did you make of his thoughts on the two-quarterback system? We talked about that ad nauseum on Friday on Idaho Sports Talk, and he, he he made me think about things that I hadn't really thought about before in terms of not only that change-up back. You just got to go with one, but you got to have the change-up back, and you got to have the dominant one, and that is up to the football player, not the coaches. The coaches have put these two guys in a position to succeed. Which one is going to create separation? To me, that's the big one. I have completely changed my tune on this quarterback situation and, and yeah, I, I don't like the way Avalos and Hamden are really handling it, but they're also challenging these two quarterbacks and giving them plenty of opportunities because it really is 50-50. Somebody step up and separate. Taylor Green's not separating. Maddox Madsen it might be separating in terms of play counts in the second half, snap counts in the second half, but in terms of production, he's slightly better than, than, than Taylor Green. I need somebody to step up big time. I don't know if it's in practice during a bye week or on a game on Saturday somebody step up and make a difference. And to me, Brian Harson pointed out that this is all on the quarterbacks, not so much on the coaches. You mentioned Brian Harson saying a we a lot. Uh, I've been trying to find a way to sneak in there. You know, does, would he ever come back to Boise State and coach again? And, and uh, whether it's now, whether it's five years from now. So the last question of the press conference or the interview, I guess, that we did with him, I did ask about that. Here's the, the final uh, the final question to Brian Harson about his future and, and potentially one day, you know, ever closing that door on uh, coming back to Boise State. Coach, a lot of people are commenting that you were saying we a lot when talking about Boise State. Uh, you obviously are a proud alum, but I mean, whether it's uh, months, years, whenever down the road, would you ever would you ever entertain the, the possibility of coming back to your alma mater as a coach? <laughs> hey, I'm always going to say we about Boise State. Man, it changed my life. 
uh, and it started as a player. So uh, that will always be we. Uh, we just talked about the future. You know, I'll, I'll never say never uh, to anything, not just Boise State, to anything. But uh, that program changed my life. It gave me the confidence, the opportunities, and everything I just mentioned. Um, and I wouldn't be here today and have uh, the things that I do, the family I have, the opportunities I've been a part of, um, the stories, if it wasn't for that program. So uh, absolutely, I'm going to say we. And I'm pulling for them, and I want to see them have success. I want to see Coach Avalos have success. I want to see everybody in that program, those players, go on and, you know what, just be 1-0 this next game and then try to figure it out again from there. And we will be watching and cheering them on and bleeding blue and orange, man, and bleeding blue, you know, every single day. So never say never Mike Prater to anything. Uh, there was a lot of talk that he looked rejuvenated. He looked fresher. He looked, you know, college coaches. You, it's kind of like when you're uh, done being the president, you look at the year, the picture from before they took over and, and when they left and how much you age and certainly coaching profession is, is really not a healthy profession in terms of the lack of sleep and things you get during the season. And this would be the time where he would be just knee deep in recruiting and trying to figure out everything. And, and uh, he was relaxed and I still don't, necessarily know the motivation why he chose now to want to come on the show and why he chose me as you said uh to want to do the interview i, I really don't know uh but he obviously wanted to get out there and get his name a little bit of buzz for some reason and i and i thought he uh said some good things and i thought he uh looked looked healthy and looked good and, and looked uh fired up and kind of rejuvenated and i know for if you or me at 30 million dollars in the bank or we wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to work another day of my life um and i don't know what the exact number is but he obviously got a huge buyout from auburn he never has to work another day if he doesn't want to um but he's only in his mid 40s or whatever and in, you know, upper 40s is a guy that has a, a lot of years left coaching and just boredom maybe he wants to do something uh what do you think is next and and uh, i thought he looked like he was you know looked in a pretty good place and with his kid going off to idaho state next year i don't know if he wants to do a year of watching him there or maybe being some sort of analyst and helping out Cody Hawkins, or I have no idea of that, or if he wants to jump right back into being a head coach somewhere. But uh, what do you make of Brian Harson's future? Brian Harson's going to be a head coach at the, at the FBS level. Again, there's no doubt in my mind. And I'm not sure where, probably not Boise state. That's a little bit of a dream. And, and I think that that, that that's passed. I mean, there'd be some fans that would want it. Some fans that wouldn't. Uh, I have some specific thoughts about where Boise state should go if indeed it ever gets itself into a pickle. And I don't think it's staying inside the family. Kind of tired of that right now. But uh, that's a whole other conversation for another time. I love the San Diego State angle. I, I love Brian Harson coaching somewhere out here in the West. You can go somewhere like the Aztecs and, and have low expectations and try to build that sucker up, create some offense and create some excitement. That would be a blast to have him inside the Mountain West Conference. But uh, Brian Harson's absolutely going to coach. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's young enough. Yeah, he's got money in the bank, but he's competitive enough. You know that that dude has an ego. He's a little bit of a narcissist in terms of uh, him, him, him. And, and he's going to want to go out and right the ship. I think Brian Harson's a really good football coach. I think he does a nice job, and, and I think he can go off and do a nice job. He can't be happy with the way it turned out at Auburn. It's not all on him. That was a bad situation. And him and his family took a challenge, and they accepted that challenge. And they'll never regret that challenge. And I like that. After a year of watching his son play high school football, I'm 100% convinced Brian Harson will be a head football coach, FBS, somewhere next year. Well, uh, three to six today, Idaho Sports Talk, Prater, Johnny, JP, Bob, the whole gang. They'll have you covered of uh, listening to the Andy Avalos, Bush Hamden, Spencer Danielson press conference. They'll have their winners and losers from the weekend. A ton to get to. Idaho Sports Talk, three to six. 
KTIK, again, you can listen online, KTIK.com. You can listen on the app, which is what I do. Download the app if you can't listen live. All their archive shows go there. And obviously, 95.3 FM, 1350 AM as well. And we have a actually have a listen live link to KTIK at the top of bronconationnews.com if you want to check it out that way as well. So, Prater, appreciate your time as always. I know in the next day or two, you're going to be writing something, hopefully, right? Yeah, writing something for, uh, for Bronco Nation News. That'll be out there. We'll talk to We'll check out the press conferences today. See what the, the two coordinators and Andy Avalos have to say, and uh, we'll crank that sucker out. BJ, it's game week. Let's get back after. No more goofing around after last week, all right? Appreciate it. The golf clubs have been put away for the season, and we're, uh, we're, we're ready to go. Three to six today, Idaho Sports Talk. We'll be listening. Thanks, to everybody, for checking us out. Thanks to our sponsors. Sorry for the uh, spotty Wi-Fi at times. I don't know what happened with that, but uh, we made it through, and I appreciate everybody for checking us out. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe at BroncoNationNews.com. We'll talk to you from the press conference. Live stream starts about 11.50 on uh, the Bronco Nation News social media channels. We'll talk to you then. Bronco Nation News live, BroncoNationNews.com.